Today, I have some very special guests. I have Andrea and Samantha with Harlow. We talk about their business and that they are beta launching currently right now and will be launching this amazing tool for freelancers. So listen, enjoy. You do not want to miss this one. Welcome to Keeping Tabs. I'm Tab the Croc, and every Monday, I talk to someone here in North Idaho, the goal to connect more people in the Coeur area. And then every Friday, I talk to someone outside the community to bring in a new perspective and to learn a little bit about yourself. Do you love frozen yogurt and you live in the North Idaho area? You want to check out 32 Below Froyo and More located here in Coeur d'Alene, Idaho. So if you're visiting, make sure you go check them out. They have something for the whole family. They got frozen yogurt, paninis, um, but they also have boozy floats. Yes, boozy. So you can do champagne and frozen yogurt, beer, um, and they've got endless mimosas on the weekends. They've got trivia nights. So go check out 32 Below, Froyo and more. All right. I have one of my favorite people in the entire world and one of her business partners. And I am so excited to talk about what you guys are doing. Um, so I have Sam Andral, and then I have Andrea, um, which is our first time meeting, which I've been yes. dying to meet this woman because I've heard nothing but great things from Sam. Um, so Andrea, first, tell me a little bit about who you are, and what you do. Um, my name's Andrea. Wilt. I have been a marketer for the last, I don't know, too long, for a very long time. Um, Sam and I actually met eight years ago when I was running marketing at uh, Campaign Monitor. I was the CMO there. And actually, Samantha was my very first hire in marketing. I hired her before I had even started day one, um, <laughs> which was amazing. And, you know, we just totally connected and clicked and had an awesome working relationship. Um, I became CMO there. Samantha ended up taking over marketing for our self-service business. Eventually, we were both ready to leave. And so we decided to form a consulting agency together, Interimly. And out of Interimly came Harlow, which we'll talk about today. Yeah, I'm excited. And I've had Samantha on uh, the podcast before, and we were talking about marketing stuff and you know, mm -hmm. thinking about you. But I guess kind of give everybody a little refresher of who you are. Yeah. So, well, Andrea's intro was fantastic. So that kind of teased me up. Um, but I have been doing marketing also for the past, you know, 10 or 12 years. And like Andrea said, we met at Campaign Monitor, um, went on to form Interimly, our consulting business. And now we are building a software startup called Harlow, which is a tool for freelancers to really manage, organize their day-to-day -day and get paid. So we have been in this journey for the past year or so, actually a little over a year now, which is pretty wild. So Andrea and I have been working on um, building the product, building the community for the past year, and we are about to launch. So we are super stoked. So what, I mean, I guess you've, you said a little bit, but tell me a yeah. little bit more what Harlow really is. I mean, I kind of know because of you, but kind of explain to everybody what, what this thing is. Yeah. So Harlow is a software product for freelancers. So everything you really need to manage your business. So think about everything from sending proposals and contracts and getting them signed, um, invoicing and getting paid, task management and client management, everything that happens on a day-to-day -day in between those two things, um, and really just a place for freelancers to go to manage their business. Our entire goal is really to alleviate stress and help those people save time. 
Um, and that's kind of on the product side. So that's what the product does. But really, um, Andrea and I are building Harlow to be more than a product, right? We are building, um, we're building this brand and this environment in this community that is really about helping freelancers, um, you know, with everything in their day to day. And I'll let Andrea build a little bit on that. No, I think that was a, that was a great <laughs> overview. We can just hear Carl yapping in the I background. I was like, is that Carl in there? <laughs> That's where the headphones come in that are unfortunately dead. <laughs> Carl is just saying hello. <laughs> hello, everybody. Got a little yuppie dog in the background as well. I love it. Um, it's because it's real life. That's where we're at. Everyone's yep. true. Exactly. True. So Andrea, I guess what, what stage of this process? So you bit when you, you do a business like this, it doesn't like overnight. Okay. We're just going to start a business, open a shop. It's like, what does it, where are you guys at in this process of building this business? Yeah. So Samantha was saying we started this over a year ago, but it's over a year ago. We just started talking about it, right? It took us months of talking, looking at the landscape, um, kind of figuring out what's out there, interviewing all of these freelancers to really understand their pains. We thought we knew their pains because we were freelancers ourselves, um, but we a lot of things came up in those interviews that we actually weren't expecting. So we spent a lot of time doing research, um, figuring out, is this a viable business? Um, I mean, we spent months building our business plan, figuring out what is it actually going to take to bring this to market and what do we want? What do we want out of the business, right? Because that is kind of how we figured out, well, what are we, what are we trying to do um, to help us build that plan? And so with that, we figured out how much money we needed. And at that point we went out and we raised money. So by raising, raising money, that actually helped us to fuel the development. So we started development on the product only like four months ago, to be honest with you. And we have just been heads down working on the product, building out the community also, which I'll have Sam talk about that in a little bit more detail. And we are getting ready to go live with our beta right now. So that's just getting some of these early adopters into the product, giving us some feedback, make sure we're on the right track. And then we should be launching the product um, to the general public very soon within the next month. Oh my gosh, that's crazy. I know yeah. we are we are on the cusp right now. Andrea and I, Andrea and I talk about kind of like sprints and marathons in business a lot. And right now we are in a sprint, right? We are we are getting beta live. We're getting like all of our help documentation out. You know, figuring out how to um, talk to those people and get really good insight from them. Take that insight, really um, tie it into the product, and then yeah, like Andrea said, launching very soon. Oh my gosh, that's exciting. I'm so happy for you guys. So I've, I've been watching you hearing this and, you know, mm -hmm. talking, you guys raised a lot of money. Like that was insane to see what you guys did and how much people were like, oh, this is what, what's needed. Yeah, that was, um, I will say that's one of the things that Andrea and I have been, I mean, this entire journey has been really fantastic and there have been a lot of proud moments, but a really proud moment was um, we, we set out to raise a million dollars. We actually came out um, with more than that, which is fantastic. <laughs> we exceeded our fundraising goal. So we actually got to about 1.15 million. And the really cool thing about that is that over half, half of our cap table, um, half the people that invested are actually women. So Andrea and I were thrilled with that. 
I love that. And that's why one of the reasons I wanted to interview this month, I was like, I'm going to do a bunch of powerful females in the month of March Yes, because this is insane. Like I I just, when you told me that I was like overwhelmed, like how incredible this is. Um, So I guess either one of you tell me what, like, how did the name Harlow even happen? You want me to take that off? (laughs) I'll let you take that. Awesome. So naming, uh, naming the business was actually uh, quite the process. I think from, from the very beginning, Andrea and I knew that we were going to build the brand around this concept that like freelancing is lonely, right? Like you're a solopreneur, you're a single human, you're out here building this business. And there's a lot that goes into that. And a lot of times people don't necessarily know where to go for help or advice. And we wanted to be that, right? We wanted to be very empathetic. We wanted to be very human. We really wanted to be like a support system for our audience in this community that we were building. Um, and so from that, we know that we wanted to have like a human element to it, right? So a human name. And Andrew and I went back um, on a lot of different names. We wanted something very gender neutral, you know, cause freelancers, you know, it's men and women and, you know, anyone and everyone can be a freelancer. So we wanted to make sure that they could relate to us. And out of all of that and our brainstorming, um, Harlow came out, which to us is just like a really soft, relatable, empathetic name. And I think we've heard that too. You know, we hear a lot of great feedback. Oh my God, Harlow, I love the name. You know, where'd it come from? This exact same question. And um, that was kind of the journey to get there. Yeah. And I know I was like, naming a business like this has got to be hard. Like you were like, it's not just like, you know, a bagel shop, like Coeur d'Alene's bagel shop. (laughs) Right. What do you mean? It's a, it's an actual, like, you know, it's, it's not something that's in a town or it's like a a boutique. It's something that you kind of like, okay, how do we do this? How do we go from here? (laughs) Yeah. Well, and then there's trademark issues also. So we actually had a different name picked out and realized that it was going to be impossible for us to trademark. Um, And we were so sad and we went back to the drawing board and now I just can't imagine the company being named anything else. other than. Yeah, I agree. I love the name. It's, it is, it's very like, nice like it's not like mm-hmm. something you know in some names you're like how do you say that yeah. <laughs> especially well, with tech companies yes. yes and it is funny we did struggle with that with our last business um we had a consulting business and it was called interimly andrea and i thought it was genius right we're like we're your interim marketing team interimly and people were like uh, how do you <laughs> how do you say that what does that mean we're like man that one doesn't hit however <laughs> Harlow, we spent a lot more time thinking through and getting feedback on. Yeah, I love that. Andrea, so obviously um, th- these two, you two amazing, powerful women um, are inspiring, probably inspiring so many people to kind of follow their passion and, you know, do something similar or whatever business it be, would be. Um, what kind of advice would you give to other women entrepreneurs out there about starting a brand new business? So I would... I think Sam and I are going to have somewhat similar answers to this, which really comes back to leveraging your network. So one of the things that became really clear to me when we started out on this journey is I started connecting with all of these people on Twitter um, and just following them, women, angel investors, early stage VCs. And what I found is there are a lot of women out there that want to support other women. And they're super helpful, willing to connect you with other people. 
And so I think my advice would really be to lean into that and, um, and lean into your network and ask for help. People want to be helpful. We want to be helpful. We want to help other, other female entrepreneurs, any entrepreneur really succeed. Um, so I would, I would say to do your research and, um, and lean into your network in the community. Yeah. I think you can kind of do that with LinkedIn too. I've gotten such great response through LinkedIn, like the people that are just kind of like communities, they like, they reshare your stuff. They like, you know, they'll comment on things. I'm like, you don't even know me, but it's like a genuine comment. And it's really cool to see that. Yeah. We actually also found, we found this amazing lawyer that specializes in helping female led businesses. And she put us in touch with other people. And that's just been an amazing, like a connection and network for us also. Yeah. So Sam, do you have the same kind of answer for how, what kind of advice you give to a a woman entrepreneur starting, wanting to start any kind of business? Yeah. Well, obviously everything Andrea said, but I think to just build on that, um, what I would also say is to just put yourself out there, like hype yourself up, right? I tell um, any and all women who are building something or creating something or running a business, whatever it is, like women often are a little bit more humble and we don't like to talk about ourselves and we don't like to put ourselves out there, but you have to, right? You know, especially when you're building a business, you have to be committed to it. You have to believe in it. You have to want to talk about it and want to tell your story. And so more that you, the more that you do that, the more that you get connected to people who want to share your story and help you, right? But it kind of starts with that is gotta be your own hype girl. Oh, yeah. a thousand percent. I think you hit the nail on the head with that one. I think all of us were kind of like, do we, do we brag about this? But it's not bragging. It's more like, Hey, this is what I'm doing. I want you to get involved or help you or exactly. I think you kind of have to just, you know, be confident who you're doing or what you're doing. Yeah. And share your successes. People want to, people want to see that. I want to see that. I know Andrea wants to see it. We, we share things just between she and I all the time. Oh my God. Did you see this person that we talked to? They just launched this business. Or did you see that they completed their round of funding or their doors are opening? We should go support them. Like you have to put it out there. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to go back to what we were talking about, like your, your business, you know, you guys are kind of like getting close to actually launching this. And mm-hmm. I had mentioned like, you know, what stage you guys are in talk a little bit more about that community and that, um, kind of like with what you're, you talked to me the other day about it is like, Hey, you have all these people kind of beta testing. What does that actually look like right now? Yeah. So I would say Andrea and I have really doubled down on community since day one. We knew that while we were building product, we also wanted to build community um, for a couple of reasons. Early on, obviously, we wanted to listen to freelancers and hear the questions that they're asking, hear what they need, really understand them and where they want to go in their journeys, right? Um, And on top of that, we want to build a community for them to tap into. So there's like, there's a few things we want to, we want to hear them and understand their needs that we're building a product that works for them. And that makes sense. We want to give them a community to connect with us and other freelancers so that they have that support system. Again, you know, Andrew and I always go back to freelancing is lonely. You're a solopreneur, you're on your own. We want to give them a space where we are um, connecting them, but also hyping them up. Right. So that's kind of the third point of our community is really advocating for freelancers and magnifying their voices. So there are so many great freelancers out there that are sharing their thoughts or doing cool things. And we want to, through Harlow, um, get that in front of a larger audience. Right. Um, And so I think all of that, you know, community can can be created in a lot of different ways. Right now, we are focusing heavily on social media, creating that community there. But we're talking every day 
about how to expand that, right? What's our next platform? Where should we go? Where are freelancers? Where are they having conversations? What are the forums that they're talking in? Um, so just, just all of that community is like an ever, ever evolving item for us. It's something that we talk about every single day. I think that's a great point. The, um, the freelancers, like when you work at a business and you do well and you have your coworker, you're like, oh my gosh, I just sold this or I just did this. And everyone's like, oh, nice job. Like, great. We're going to hit our goals. But when you're a freelancer, you're like, I did this. And then it's quiet. No one's there to like, totally. <laughs> so I love that you are creating that community for freelancers. Like they are working together. Yes. Yes. And I think that's, you know, one thing that Andrew and I were really lucky when we were freelancing and running our, you know, boutique consulting company into Rimley is that we had each other. So we could celebrate our wins together. And that felt really good. I can't even imagine what it would have been like to be going through that experience because you're also like freelancers are learning and growing every single day. I will tell you from day one that Andrea and I launched our consulting business, you know, through year three, it was completely different. We were learning, we were evolving, we were figuring out how to run our business. And luckily we had each other, but a lot of people don't have that. I know. I love it when you guys, I think you guys hit your goal or something. You guys drink champagne because um, you don't live in the same area, but it was like 10 o'clock in the morning and they're like drinking champagne because they hit their goals. I was like, that is awesome. Um, Zoom champagne meetings. <laughs> yeah. I, w- I woke up to an email from Andrea that said champagne for breakfast, question mark. <laughs> I love that. Andrea. So you guys obviously have started your own businesses. What is something you wish you would have known maybe before starting your business? Like, is there a piece of advice or something you're like, I wish I would have known this earlier on? Okay. So uh, Samantha, and this is not our first business. Um, And in fact, I founded a software company before Samantha has, has run some other businesses also. So I feel like we were prepared for the fact that there's so many things that we're not going to know that are going to come up along the way. We're going to have our ups and downs. So there wasn't anything in particular that I can really speak to of like, oh, I wish I would have known that. But I will say something that I am constantly reminding myself <laughs> every day is what Sam mentioned earlier about this like marathon and sprint. You know, it, it is an emotional roller coaster and you just have to be really, really careful about making sure that you're taking care of yourself through the journey because you have those highs where you're drinking champagne at 10 o'clock in the morning and you're like, yes, we've got this. And then you have those days where you're like, oh my gosh, is this going to work? Is anybody going to buy it? Did we just, you know, did we just commit to something that maybe isn't going to work? And so you've, I I think you just have to be, be conscious of the fact that that's going to happen and take care of yourself through, through that process, through the ups and downs. Yeah. I love that. Is that Sam, is there like, I guess a hurdle or something in business that you, you think that's been kind of one of the biggest hurdles you either had to, or kind of the same question is like, you know, what is that something that you wish you would have known before starting any of your businesses? Yeah, I I think one thing you learn along the way that is wildly important is finding the right people. Right. So obviously Andrea and I have been (laughs) a theme with like surround yourself with good people is what I'm catching on. Yes. Totally. And, you know, Andrew and I have been lucky enough to work together for, you know, eight plus years now. And so we really understand each other, but even outside of just she and I, like we are not running the ship on our own, right? We are not building Harlow on our own. There is a team of people that are helping us. There are developers and content writers, social media consultants, designers, all of these people. And so 
finding the right people is so huge. Finding people that like, that believe in your vision and that work the way that you do and that you just vibe with, like finding the right people is so important. And I will say very early on in like side projects and businesses that I ran, I was not very good at that, right? Like I was not good at like seeking the right people out who I'd work really well with. And I think I've become much better and more cognizant of that as <laughs> I'm moving forward. And specifically now with Harlow, um, it's just so important. Yeah, that is so cool. Oh, I, I'm, that's what I'm saying. I was like, you just got to find right people yes. to support you and love you. And it doesn't even, it's like any capacity. It's like your husband, like, you know, do you have yeah. something that you with every single day that's in the day is like, Hey, how was your day? It was tough. Okay. Well, you know, is there anything I can do to support you? You know, and, and then it's your friends, it's your co- colleagues, it's all these things. So I think it is who's in your circle. Mm-hmm. Totally. So Andrea, what's the future of Harlow look like? I know it's like, I know you're about to launch it, but you know, if, is there a dream that you're like, this is where we want to see Harlow be successful? I mean, Samantha and I are really committed to, to building a like profitable business that supports freelancers. I think exactly where it's going to go, we're, we're going to see where our customers go. You know, we are really just committed to listening to freelancers, listening to what they need and, and helping them and supporting them um, to make their lives a lot easier. And I will say like, the world has changed so much in the past three years. Yeah, like just a couple of years. Like it's not like yes. in the past 10 years. It's like, oh no, yesterday it's changed. Yeah, exactly. So I think I think that has really stuck with us in that um, we just we just always have to continue to be listening to our customers and evolving with them. Oh, I love that. I love that. That's fantastic. You guys are just fantastic. I want to hang out with you guys. <laughs> Um, well, I, will, I will see you this weekend. So, you- I was like, actually- <laughs> so um, I always like to ask a couple of fun questions because like keep you on your toes. Um, I know Sam's probably her answers, but um, so Sam in Coeur d'Alene, um, what is your favorite go-to restaurant? This shifts on like a week to week with me based on my mood. Yep. Um, but I will say I, I really love Midtown Bluebird, like to my core. I just want to go there and drink champagne and have some oysters and some fries. It, it just does it for me. Same. So yeah. you're, gonna, you're going to Bluebird. Let's say you're going to Bluebird and you can have dinner with anybody you want. It could be dead or alive. Who's the person you're going to go to Bluebird with? <sighs> okay. <laughs> I've answered this question numerous times and I always go back to um, Cleopatra as my answer. And the reason is, is because she was one of the first really powerful women that had to like exist in this world where powerful women basically didn't exist. Right. And so like the struggles and strifes and leaps that she made, um, although I do know that she did also a ton of negative things in her lifetime, but I think she would just be like a wildly interesting person to talk to. Yeah. That would be in a perspective that you would have never known of. Like just totally. Yeah. Andrea, so you're located in... I'm in San Francisco, and I have never been to Coeur d'Alene. Can you believe that? How has that happened? Sam and I haven't even seen each other in person in over two years, two and a half years, maybe. You need to come visit. I know. (laughs) It's on the list. (laughs) So in San Francisco, Mm -hmm. tell me your, like, um, go-to or favorite restaurant. Okay, so my go-to where, I mean... 
so I had a baby during the pandemic. So I've got a little one at home. So we don't really get out a whole lot right now. So my favorite restaurant is actually a little neighborhood pizza and Italian joint called Vega up the street. And they have this awesome parklet and you can sit outside and get a glass of house wine with the kid, the dog, Perfect. and just relax and all the neighbors walk by. So you're going there by yourself. You don't have to have the kid. You don't have to be with Excellent. anybody. <laughs> yeah. Who are you going to have dinner with, um, dead or alive? I mean, I'm going to have dinner with my grandma. Mm. Is that kind of silly? Yeah, she passed away, uh, geez, 20, more than 20 years ago, probably. Um, But just the most amazing, awesome woman. And I miss her a lot. And I think about her a lot now because I have this stool in my kitchen that I used to sit in when I was a little kid in her kitchen while while she was baking and cooking. And my son now sits in it now. And so I think about her all the time. I love that. So I think it shows a lot of who you are when that that kind of question comes up and you're like, I love that. It's like, it shows a lot of your character. Oh, thanks. You're welcome. So Sam, how do people find out Harlow? How do they get a hold of you? Maybe they find, or maybe there's a freelancer listening. They're like, um, I want to be a part of this. How do they get a hold of you or how do they get follow Harlow? Yes. So the website is meetharlow.com. So you can go there, sign up for a newsletter by signing up for a newsletter. You'll get updates on launch and you'll also get like great freelancer content delivered to you every month. You can also follow us on social. So we are on Instagram. We are on LinkedIn. We are on Facebook. We are on Twitter. Um, across all of those, you can just look for uh, meet Harlow. That is our handle. And we are actually brand new to TikTok. Uh, (laughs) Yes, Andrea, Andrea and I are diving deep into video right now. And so we're doubling down on it. Um, However, there are no posts there yet. However, you can follow us for when we do start posting. I love TikTok. The, The creativity on that app is insane. Like it is so fun. Yeah. I am also new to TikTok. So I am learning it as we are growing, going to be growing Meet Harlow's, uh, brand there um and I'm excited to dive in that's awesome Andrea like we've talked about obviously you haven't seen your business partner in two plus years um it's been a crazy year especially you know being in California you guys the restrictions are even crazier there because there's Mm -hmm. more people more cases more everything plus now we're in like it's just crazy yes and there's a lot of people I think really struggling right now mentally emotionally physically what kind of a piece of advice would you give to someone maybe right now that's struggling and kind of lost um, either emotionally or, you know, spiritually in that way? Um, I have my first piece of advice would be to be gentle with yourself. I mean, this is what I'm telling myself right now, you know, um, just be, be gentle, be kind, think about how you would treat your best friend and try and treat yourself that way. Ooh, I'd like that. How would you treat your best friend? Yeah. How would I treat my best yeah, friend? Like, yeah, it was like, how would you treat it? I mean, you treat them with like such grace and gentleness. I mean, yeah. it's your best friend. And so it's a great piece of advice. I love that. Sam, what about you? Yeah, I would say, you know, a lot of the times we think during times like this, like we have to keep moving at the same pace and we have to keep going, you know, when all these other things are going on. And so I would say to build off of that, just give yourself the ability to slow down, right? If you need self-care time, if you need social time, if you need alone time, if you need time just off of work, whatever it is, like really listen to your body 
and what it needs and try to provide for yourself, right? Because we can't always run at the same pace. We can't always go, you know, go through life quickly. Like sometimes we just need to slow down and just exist. Well, and I think that you and I've talked about that before. It was like, I think you were sick or something. So you were at home, which was really good. You were like, I was able to kind of rest. I was able to like really take care of like some, you know, just being alone too. But then you were like, okay, I need my friends. I need social <laughs> yeah. settings because you know that, but then you also know, I think you're, you're really good about that. But then you're also like, no, I need to step back and say, no, you're good at saying no. Um, really, he's always like, no, I I'm already like booked out. I've already planned this. This is what I allowed myself to do. Your boundaries are fantastic. So I think that is a great piece of advice is like, and the self-care thing is really, I think important for everybody. Totally. And you know, it's even, even if we really commit to it, it's something that we have to think about every day, right? Like boundaries don't just come naturally and saying no, doesn't just come naturally taking your care of yourself. Doesn't come naturally. It's like, it's just little decisions that you have to make day in and day out, but it's also just putting yourself and your health and your mental health first and make sure you're focusing on that. Yeah. And, and you guys are both so busy, Andrea, you're crazy busy. Obviously you have a, a new child and yeah. starting a business. How do you, how do you juggle all that? Is there like a, do you have a secret recipe that we can help <laughs> that like <laughs> day by day? <laughs> um, I actually like Sam gives me a lot of pep talks because Samantha is really, really good at, at boundaries. And I will say at this stage, like I've figured out what works really well for me. So I've figured out when I'm hyperproductive. And one of the things that I've realized is that spending eight hours a day in front of your computer is not productive at all. I can get way more done in three focused hours than I can in eight unfocused hours. So I really try and be just conscious of like what I'm trying to do. So I work um, like early mornings are really good for me. And then by three o'clock in the afternoon, don't really expect a whole lot of like deep analysis from me. And I, <laughs> you know, we have a family dinner at six o'clock. So I'm, you know, by the end of the day, I need to, to log off and go take care of the family. And then sometimes I'll pop back on, but it is, I, I definitely lean on Sam to help set some of those boundaries. Um, and where we schedule everything. Yeah. I think scheduling, I, I mean, I schedule my workouts like each week, you know, I'm like, yeah. I go to this class every week, unless there's like a big work meeting happens. But I was like, no, this is my meeting for myself. Cause I will go crazy if I don't. Yeah. And I think what you said, I think is so important for people listening is is that knowing when you're most productive, like some people work great at night, but I do not like, I'd rather get up and get some emails done, work on some content. And I feel like I'm more productive than like, if I was at nighttime. Absolutely. Yeah. And for me, if I can get a couple workouts in a week, then I'm going to be even more focused and just happier. Like the happier I am with myself and the calmer I am, the more productive I'm going to be at work. Like just the, the easier life is going to be. Especially when you're about to launch a. Uh, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I will say also, you know, Andrea and I, as we're building, as we're building Harlow, because it's one thing we're building this product and we're building this community, but we're also going to be building a team, right? Yeah. So we are going to be hiring people and bringing people on board. And Andrea and I are really trying to be thoughtful about how we do that and the type of business that we create. And one of the things that's really important to us is that we're not building a typical business that's based on nine to five, right? That we're really listening to 
what humans need and how they work the best. And we're all individuals, right? So like, that's how Andrea, Andrea works best. That's not necessarily when I work the best, but we respect that. Mm -hmm. I work during my hours. You work during your hours. We figure it all out. And we want to make sure that that stays um, super close to the heart of Harlow is like taking humans into account as our first priority. And that's with our community. That's with our product. And that's with the team that we're building. So is that your secret recipe too, for juggling all the balls, Sam? (laughs) I guess so. (laughs) I think yours are probably boundaries. Like you're just so good about like, this is what, when this all happens and I've already got something you don't try to overcommit yourself. Totally. And I, I do, I mean, I even struggle sometimes with my own boundaries because I love social time. I love seeing Harlow push forward. I love my workouts. I love my alone time. I love time with my husband and my dog, right? There's all these things that are like constantly juggling around, but I do try to be really cognizant with how I spend my time and prioritizing what's going to give me the most energy. Yeah. Well, do you guys have anything else that we need to know about Harlow before we end this? Ooh. I think we've kind of given you the full story from A to Z. Um, nothing, uh, nothing really coming up right now. I know, um, depending on when this airs, when people see this, um, we may be live, we may be not, but you, like I said earlier, you can go to meetharlow.com and check us out and kind of see where we are on that given day. Perfect. Well, ladies, thank you so much for giving me some of your time and letting us know what's happening with Harlow. Yes. Thank you so much. Do you love the Pacific Northwest as much as I do? And how do you show it everywhere you go? Get yourself clothing that reflects the love today. Head over to Forever Green and see everything they have to offer. From hoodies to t-shirts, even bathing suits for the summer. Forever Green will have something you will love. So I want you to go to www.forevergreenpnw.com. That's the number four, E-V-R-G-R-N-P-N-W.com. And don't forget that everyday hoodie. It's a buy one, get one half off. Thanks for listening to Keeping Tabs. If you like what you heard, make sure you subscribe to my YouTube, Spotify, or iTunes to listen to all the great interviews. Keeping Tabs is all about people, telling the story of some amazing people we have in our community and across the world. So make sure you subscribe, like, and follow along.